What's going on? It's the Film Drunk Broadcast. Coming at you not live from the Frock Quarters in L.A. Uh, we got almost the whole band back together tonight. It's going to be a great show. Uh, we've got the human giant, future NFL Hall of Famer, Brendan, checking back in. I can't feel my mace when I'm Windu. Episode 2. Episode 2. <laughs> you say I can't feel my mace when I'm Windu? Yes. Yeah. All right. That's, I mean. What's up, sure. dude? What's you, up? You're a little rusty, but I'll take it. What, what's up? <laughs> oh, that was hella good. You're crazy. Yeah. Um, and uh, the irregular regular, of course, Mr. Matt Lieb. Hey, I just got a colonoscopy at Zuckerberg General Hospital, which means I just got butt zucked. All right. Wow. You guys are just coming hard with the puns like right out the gate tonight. You know, this is where we have to work really hard to do this. We're, we're, we're currently doing this over Skype and... You know, this is a hard podcast to do not live, you know? Right. Sure. Uh, I mean, Brett did it for like I a whole I feel like year. if I'd been at Front Quarters <laughs> in LA, the I can't feel my mace when I'm Windu would have killed. It would have destroyed. It destroyed with me. I'm right yeah, next to him. That's mm-hmm. true. Um, and coming back, second time as a guest, Mr. Yusuf Roach. Hey, what's up? Frot, frot boys, frotters. <laughs> yeah. Frot them up. I mean, don't feel like you have to throw down with like a huge pun right off the bat. Okay, I didn't know. I don't know. Is it frotting, there was a lot of like, pressure. A fuck thing? Yeah, it's like when two gay men, uh, you know, put their penises together. That's not docking, Not necessarily gay. Well, docking is when the dick like actually goes inside the foreskin of the other one and you yeah. do like a double. A uh, double jack? Yeah, like a finger cuff kind of jack off. Yeah, yeah. I think frotting, you just put them together. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure this has been well, well tried clarity in this podcast. I just, I didn't know from my own knowledge. Yeah, I mean, it's a metaphor for podcasting. Exactly. Is it? I mean, we thought I mean, it was an apt metaphor for podcasting. Isn't that what podcasting is? Isn't that what we're kind of doing right now? Yeah, everybody gets in a room and like touches dicks. It's like the cover of that Bad Religion record, except instead of feet, it's dicks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, we got like a pretty awesome... There's a lot of stuff on the space docket tonight. We're going to talk The Fugitive. Um, we're going to talk about uh, 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 Matt's polyp. Um, we're going to talk... Yep. About, I got some football clips that I would like Brendan to react to. But first, mm-hmm. uh, I did want to ask Yusuf, you got fired since uh, our last <laughs> podcast. So I did... And maybe possibly uh, over. Is he laughing media or crying? Re- uh, We're in San Francisco, man, so we can't funny. tell. That, no, that's so like uh, like early Conan of you. That's uh, what's that? The How- lead in, like yeah. So yeah. Yusuf, I hear you. <laughs> yeah, you, something happened on set recently. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, should that? I should I give in more mystery? Like just let you <laughs> let you break the news. I mean, I didn't really come on to talk about it, sure. but but I did. But I feel like I had to ask. Yeah, no, for sure. I. Uh, and I won't say any like names of stuff, but like, yeah, basically my job was like tweeting for like television shows or whatever, which is fine. Like I, you know, I've done social media shit before. It's whatever. But um, I oh god, now I'm trying to think of like all the things how to do this diplomatically and right, like censor yeah. myself. Yeah, no, Dude, fuck was... that shit. Burn it down. All <laughs> the bridges. Fuck them. Oh man, no man. Like I, I would, I was doing fine. Everything was fine. I was having like minor issues just because everyone I worked with is like a dick. Not a dick, but just like they were so like white, dickish. I can't explain <laughs> it. Like it's. I mean, I guess I could explain it with that word white, but like mm-hmm. 
They were yeah, yeah, and so I like would tweet jokes about them, I guess. But and so like, uh, <laughs> I, I the the company I worked for, they handled a lot of white television shows, uh, mm-hmm. and so they were like. Hey, can you stop sh- shitting on white people? Really? Uh, they said that? Well, yeah. Well, another thing is, like, they... It, God, it's so convoluted. It's so fucking convoluted and, like, not funny that, like... Mm-hmm. That's why I'm hesitant to bring it up, because it's, like... I will say that is very much the corporate thing, is where they, they, they want to tell you that you did something wrong, but they won't tell you what it is. Yeah, yeah. They try to blanket it and be like, can you, like... Can you, like... You know, we're, we're trying to be inclusive of all races here, and, like, I only ever, like... I'm not talking about like Mexican people. It's uh-huh. not. I'm not. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. it's not like I'm only talking about white yeah, people. You did not go yeah, in you're on talking the about Inuits. the one most included race of <laughs> yeah, all time. Exactly. It's like I'm not. Yeah, there was no misinterpretation as to who they meant, mm-hmm. and so uh, they tried to Sarah Jong your ass, dude. I <laughs> did not. I on my own podcast, I said they tried to James Gunn me, but yeah. I'm not a pedophile, so that that's not. And he isn't. Either, to my knowledge, right? But, that's the whole point. But yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they, they're trying to jong me, dude. They're mm-hmm. get, they're jonging me out. But yeah, basically, uh, the the biggest factor in my I think is because I was new. Like I was still in my like ninety day probation period. So like, I think it was more just like let's just fucking fire him or lay yeah. him off so we don't have to like deal with an actual problem in the future. I think they do that thing where they don't tell you exactly what you did wrong because. If they told you the specific instance, you could be like, well, here's why you're wrong about that. Exactly. And they don't even want to have that conversation. They're just like, well, uh, you know, just going forward, uh, generally speaking, uh, according to the handbook, that kind exactly. of bullshit. Uh, that That's fucking crazy, like, man. Um, I'll say this. Oh, fuck. I can't say that on the podcast. Say it. No, but oh, damn <laughs> we it. We need I- content, Yusuf. Uh, no, my job was handling some like big Twitter accounts, which is fun, but like, man, they they really have no security. Like, there's no like, social media is so weird because like, I feel like if you fuck up on like some of the accounts that they handle or whatever, like you could like theoretically like I don't know, it'd be weird. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you, somebody would get fucked over, and I don't work there anymore or whatever, and like. There Wait, are, are you are you telling me you have the passwords to all these accounts still? <laughs> <laughs> I tweet your I'm, dick. <laughs> no, I'll tell you. I'll say this <laughs> much: any dick. show that I worked on, they took me off of. But I am still logged in on a couple shows that I helped out on. <laughs> and I'm not gonna do anything. Just you know, professional. Anyone who's looking to hire me, I'm a complete professional. I'm a consummate mm-hmm. professional. Absolutely, I will. We can attest to that, dude. Will, we'll write you letters yeah. of recommendation so right now. Any television execs <laughs> who happen to be listening to this, just know. Just know. Yusuf Roach, consummate professional, Ex- would never tweet a picture of his dick on the <laughs> account for, I'm going to guess, Lucifer on Fox? I don't know. And, <laughs> no, no, and would, no. And would I'm never go on a podcast and talk show about or it. channel it would be, but... Uh, I'm a good person, okay? You know, hire me. It's just a good person who watches the blacklist at nine eight central. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a it's just a sad comment on on this day and age that uh, Yusuf can tweet a couple good jokes about letting Airbud suck him off and get fired. Yet Chris Hardwick, fucking, I know, has an entire. 
like gets fired for a week or something for trying to blackball someone he may have yeah, sexually for, assaulted. For literally ruining his ex-girlfriend's life for yes. yes. trying to. Yes. I No, all I said is, you know... I don't really want a dog to suck me off, but like <laughs> I have the freedom of speech <laughs> to say that. Yeah. I am uh But I'm willing to try. I'm a proud boy. I forgot to mention uh-huh. I should say that. I'm a free speech advocate, uh-huh. uh, sure, men's sure, rights sure. advocate. All mm-hmm. these things, I just uh, why am I being fired for that? I tweet good jokes yeah. and uh It's your dog. It's my well I'm not again. I don't want to have sex with a dog. I just okay. want to make that clear to the fraud heads. Yeah, so yeah. I don't want to fuck with this dog, or I don't. I don't want it to suck me off. But I do not oh, I agree. I should have the right to tweet about it. I don't agree yeah, with speech, you, fucking dog. dog but I will defend to the death. Men's, your right men's to have say the right to, to exactly. fuck dogs. Exactly. Well, and then this also goes back to how come there isn't white entertainment television? Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> I, I've been wondering that ever since. Black entertainment television came out. <laughs> how come there isn't bestiality entertainment television? I yeah. know it should be That's, equal. I guess uh, you know, obviously, further down the list, but I want to <laughs> approach that question at some point. Yeah, but it makes you think. Yeah, it, it makes you think. I'm just asking the question. I'm just asking the question. I don't even want an answer. I just want to ask the question. I mean, please if, listen to me. If you can't, uh, if a man can't tweet white people be doing this kind of jokes, like what is the like where what what can we tweet? I know, I know, it's wild. I uh, it's also crazy because like. A lot of the people in that office would shit on white people, but they were they were fine with it because they were white. Oh. But then when I shit on white people, it's like, well, mm. clearly you're serious, and it's like, <laughs> right? Well, yeah, Damn. you know, I don't know. That's fucked up. Man. Also, if- a lot of my friends in the city are white. I don't know if they know that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't strike I- me as the hates white people kind of guy. My man, I look. Look, maybe I'm a hypocrite, but yeah. You know, everyone needs a brand, and I'm like the Ann Coulter of hating white people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I hate them on TV or like whatever right. talking head, but like, yeah, you know, we all go to dinner every week. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I gotta eat dinner with somebody. It's performance art. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is she still dating uh, JJ Walker? Oh, Ooh. God. That Ann was Coulter? So weird. Yeah, she yeah. was dating JJ Walker from Good Times. <laughs> Are you fucking? You're, that's no, a that's joke. Dead. That He's can't serious. be real. That was 100 percent real. Oh god! What the fuck? Dynamite? Yeah, yeah. I don't what? even blame him for that. I'm like on his side. I'm like 100 <laughs> percent get it. I mean, yeah. I, Good point. I'm of two minds. Like I get it, where it's like, yeah, I'm fucking Ann Coulter because I can, which is awesome. But at the same time, I feel like, uh, you know, like Ann Coulter and like Milo, they all they all love to date like a black dude so they can be like, oh, I could say whatever I want now. And it's yeah. like, oh, shut the fuck up. I mean, that's true. But of black dudes, J.J. Walker. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, that's, <laughs> it was gonna, either, I'll give her something. That's going to be a little genuine somewhere. It, it was either him or the sound effects guy from Police Academy. <laughs> You're saying that as if there's like a like Michael Winslow for sure, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Weird. That's not even yeah. like a question. I know, but he's like doing like helicopter sounds in mm-hmm. your pussy and stuff. That's awesome. <laughs> Fucking Michael Winslow rules. He you does. see, uh, if I still had that job, I couldn't say that. I couldn't say Michael say my, oh, Winslow is doing yeah. helicopter sounds in your you pussy. Could, you couldn't say the only thing that makes Ann Coulter come is the ambulance noise. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, I mean, you really got to find a brand that just matches up with your values. <laughs> yeah. That's all. Fucking dogs. Sound effects <laughs> while you're eating out Ann Coulter. Yeah. 
I, I just, I don't have a lot to ask. There's got to be a company that's into that. Oh, uh, you know what? I, I don't think there is. <laughs> I think I'm going to get evicted. <laughs> oh. well, I think we got to start that company. Man, my friend fucking did this evil joke to me earlier today, and I'm, I got it in the lift right over here. He, uh, he, I got this message with the, the preview on my phone was like, Hey, Yusuf, uh, you know, I saw you got fired from your job, but maybe it was fate. You know, uh, I was meaning to ask you, do you want to join the writing, the writing staff for my Netflix animated series? And like, I just, I just saw the message preview and I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. He is real. Like, yeah. God is real. And then I like started texting my like ex and I was like, see, it's going down. I knew it. <laughs> and then I opened the message and he's like, nah, dude, I'm just kidding. Do you want to do my podcast? I'm like, I'm going <laughs> to kill myself. fucked up, man. That's that so, so fucked up. Right? Fucked up. <laughs> this is the meanest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> it's so hurtful, but respect because that is, that's such a good joke. Uh, I mean, it's, it's good for everyone else, but it's hurting me a little bit. Just even thinking about being in that situation. Yeah. Yeah. No. Although I do, you should go on his podcast and beat his ass. No, that's the boy. I'm, I'm just, I'm not gonna even do the podcast. I'm just getting his address. <laughs> um, we did gloss. Just get his, get his Twitter account info, and then tweet a bunch of shit about sucking off dogs. <laughs> <laughs> get him fired from his Netflix we, job. We so he likes it. We glossed over the part where something good happens, and your first impulse is to text your ex. Uh, well, I mean, we're still friends. <laughs> sure, sure. I, it was more like I, I didn't, yeah. it wasn't like a yeah. you dumb bitch. I knew it. You know, it yeah. was more like a hey, see, yeah. I'll be okay. I actually did amount to something, Lisa. <laughs> no, no, God, no. It was more just like oh, I, I actually don't need to borrow money after all. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, yeah, that makes sense. Um, Brent I always thought that a shirt that said white people be all like this would be a bestseller. <laughs> that, is, that is a pretty good idea. Huh. Yeah. But and then like a line underneath where you write like like what they be all like or No, it's just like you are the representation of oh, what they be all like. Yeah. Maybe like a poem. Oh, well, I guess I didn't get it because I'm black. I was like, I don't why, <laughs> right, why would they yeah. be all like me? <laughs> yeah, you yeah. pictured you wearing right. the shirt, but you got a picture white people wearing the shirt. Oh, See, this is all, this is a problem, Yusuf. <laughs> this is the problem we've had since day one. You don't care enough about us whites, <laughs> Jenny and Dave. Uh, we're gonna have to have a talk with them. They really, they really are concerned uh, about your 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 social media usage. Man, that and- is such a good shirt. I'm like shocked by how good an idea that is. <laughs> yeah, thank white you. People be all like, because I'm thinking about any white. I'm thinking about. Where that could backfire on you, and like, I mean, it would backfire in that white supremacists would poison pill that shit by wearing it all the time. <laughs> yeah, right. It would be at the next MAGA rally. Yeah. Mike like, Cernovich fuck. is going to be wearing it at some obscure rally in the middle of nowhere, uh, holding up the OK sign. Sure, but then like good white people in quotes are going to be like, "We got to take it back, guys," and they're going to start wearing it to like. You know, Bernie Sanders rallies and stuff mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. book drives. White people do stuff. be like that. Yeah. <laughs> that really They do be happen. like that. I don't think for there, sure. there's no like good guy taking the word back. <laughs> like, you know, like once it's gone, it's gone. Like, <sighs> yeah, there was a small movement to try to reclaim Pepe from the alt right, but it just did not work. It just, yeah. it felt, it felt too slimy. 
That's so funny. Probably because that's like an obscure comic no one cared about. And then right. who's like everyone's like what are we reclaiming exactly? <laughs> yeah, no one really this knew it. This frog? <laughs> yeah. Poor it Pepe. was like the only people who knew about it was like well, the the anti-defamation league and Nazis. Well, <laughs> it, to be fair it was it was um it was an obscure comic that no one read that became a meme that was not, you know, racist. Uh it was like the feels good man. Yeah. 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 And then it got co-opted. So so there was some level of notoriety as a meme that was not, you know, uh, had no political affiliation. True. Yeah. True. So, Brendan, um, I really wanted to talk to you because I'm, I've been sort of binging on, like, football-related content uh, mm-hmm. recently. And I think we talked about uh, Last Chance U. Yep. New season. Um, great show. great. But I also cannot help but just be completely fascinated by how um fucking dumb like the entire culture is yes very um, like i mean the, i think i te- texted you about this but like why are they waking up at like four and four thirty in the morning it seems like he, he's just getting these like junior college kids out of bed at, at, he's making them practice at like five in the morning for like really no reason mm-hmm like is there? I mean, you're yeah. not practicing football for seven hours a day. Is there? Is no. there a, a logistical reason that you would get up at five a.m. to play football? The only potential logistical reason that you could like use to justify would be if we get it out of the way early. We're doing it before any classes actually happen, so we get practice done, and then everyone can go to class at the same time. Um, because you know, if you have it in the afternoon, like you, your team can literally only have like morning classes. So I also you know, imagine that like, a you know you have practice in the morning, so you have to go to sleep early. So you you kind of like fucks you know you have to go to kind of have to get your rest. Sure. And then be disciplined. I mean, the, I mean, it all seems discipline based. Like even watching yeah, Hard Knocks, where it's like pro football players, they seem really uh, like discipline oriented. It's all just power moves. I mean, they just have such a hard on for that shit. Football coaches are just some of the like most insane control freaks you'll ever see in your entire life. Like, did you see uh, Hard Knocks this week with the, the guy Callaway who like got busted for he got pulled over with weed in his car? Yeah, and so they made him play. Yeah, and they made him play every down, which was like, an like you don't get to punishment. come out of the game. You have to play for the Browns, asshole. <laughs> right, but it's like. Wait, what's what's the punishment? He, they... he had to play every down in this game to where he was just like while he was that's fucked insane. up on that weed. Sounds like, that sounds like legitimate, like physical torture. Yeah, and yeah, the thing that I is. couldn't get past is the fact that, uh, like, th- having weed in your car, he, like he wasn't didn't do anything bad on the football team, and like he what he's probably not going to face any legal consequences that are going to like hurt. Like there's nothing that affects football. Mm-hmm. It's kind of just like straight up, like, hey, we didn't like that you uh, had. W- I don't, I don't know what I don't know what they're punishing him for. It was like they're mad at him for not telling them that he got pulled I, over. Are, are they punishing him for the cameras because it's on TV? Are they doing it so they can make an example of yeah, him for the TV no, show? No, no, no. Like every football coach springs forth fully formed from Richard Nixon's taint. Like that's <laughs> like that is the football. That's what a football coach is. 
Like that's what you need to understand. That's a fucked up world, man. Yeah. Like, and you have to listen to him because he's the coach. Yeah. You can't even beat him up. Has anyone yeah. ever beat up their football coach? Oh, yeah. yeah. It happens. 100%. It, it happens a lot more than you think. That's and it never so gets rad. reported. That's yeah. so rad. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, I, I haven't witnessed it, but like, you know, I've seen it. Just, I've seen my coach, my rugby coach, get in a fight, fist fight with another player. So I'm like, there's no. If that happens in rugby, for sure it had to happen mm. in football. Um, I feel like football players should do that more often just to let the, you know, the football coach know who's boss. You right. know, like, don't be too mean to us. There we was, will kill you. There was a, when I was in college, there was a linebacker coach and he was from New Orleans and he was just the biggest shit talker ever. And one time I was hanging out with my buddy and his roommate was a linebacker. So this guy was his position coach and the phone rings and I'm like, aren't you going to get it? He's like, no, nah, just let it go to voicemail. And it's like, hey, we're not in. Leave a message. Beep. And then all of a sudden it's like, bo. Where you at? Fuck Texas. And just hung up. <laughs> the guy was from Texas. And then like, I don't know, a few weeks later, Bo uh, just like form tackled him and like dumped him on his head in the weight room. It was pretty amazing. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah good for Bo. Um, yeah. So the, like, so last, last chance you, there was coach Buddy. And he sort of started out like he started out sympathetic in the beginning of the season. And then by the end, you're like, oh, I fucking hate this guy. Whereas uh, now there's like a new coach, which is this white guy who uh, like played football at Compton and grew up in Compton. So that's kind of his like his recruiting pitch to all these guys. And uh, is it like I'm from the streets? He's yes. that white yeah. guy? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's, I, I love that white guy. That white guy is from the streets. It's a plus arch, just, archetype. Yeah, it's a great it's a great archetype. Exactly. Um, I don't know. I went back and forth with this guy. Like, he he has the Winnebago man thing where he just like cusses to a ridiculous degree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, and I, I I hated don't him. Slam for a the while, fucking door, Tony. Just, <laughs> sorry, what's that? Don't slam the fucking door, Tony. <laughs> yeah. Um, he. Uh, I, I wondered if it's just a like to be any kind of football coach. Do you just have to be like a a hectoring, nagging like piece of shit all at all times? Or no, I mean I think those guys are pretty extreme cases. Especially like a lot of head coaches, they just kind of chill. Like they're not they're not up in everyone's face all the time. I mean I do think that Last Chance U has put forth some pretty extreme examples, and I think part of it is like <clears throat> you know I played ball in college with guys who came from juco like that and they i remember one of them's like dude it's like it's prison rules man like there's some dudes there that like so i think Wait, what's juco junior college oh they call that juco they call it juco that sounds uh, very interesting. Uh, oh sorry matt juco. i don't like it uh it's a hard jack uh, it's a media corporation yeah it's a it's a media corporation <laughs> juco <laughs> Uh, it's a formerly called the Zionist media. Uh, we, we've changed the name. Yeah. So people are just like, yeah, it's, it's prison rules. So I think you get the coaches that are kind of like, they know that they have to just, to your point, Vince, they just have to Hector and like, just be on top of these guys all the time. And to be fair, there's plenty of times where, you know, is, is I think those guys are turds, those coaches, but there's plenty of times where I'm like, well, yeah, I'd be pissed too. You yeah. know? Cause like some of those players are just like, Get your shit together, man. Yeah. What? What is? But what is? What's an example of them not having their shit together? Is it like them waking oh, up? Oh, I mean, they're guys that that fucked up at a D one school and they're in junior college, 
and like they just don't like go to class. I mean, the first, oh, the first, the class. first episode, like five guys on the team post a video to Snapchat of them passing around a blunt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a problem. I could see, but at the same time, you know, weed. Is, hey, 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 smoke weed every day. There's nothing wrong <laughs> yeah. with weed. Yeah. I mean, that's not what the NCAA says. That's bullshit. The NCAA is a fucking where is this school? Racket. Uh, Uh, It's Kansas. Where is it? It, Yeah, it's in Kansas. Yeah, the first episode was in East Mississippi, and then or the first season was in East Mississippi. Now they're at a a school in Kansas. Um, Wait, and they're all training, and the hope is that they get to play for the Browns. No, no, this is different. Two oh, different, that's a different shows. Show. This yeah. one is oh, okay. a junior college where it's like the, a lot. It's a, one of those junior colleges where a lot of their players are guys that like did something at a D one school and got expelled. Oh, this is Last Chance You, and yes. the other one was Hard Knock. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. All right. Two football shows. I don't even watch the main football show, yeah. which is which is football, the NFL. <laughs> yeah. So it's the one football show i don't watch the most i'm i'm so pathetic that i watched all of last chance you and i was still like jonesing for content and so i uh like i started watching a qb1 which is like a, a about it's like a netflix show about like high school quarterbacks oh, my oh yeah God. is that good um so i got a clip for you brendan and i feel like okay. it's it's a it's a guy who's speaking uh to these uh these high school kids and he's got he's got a parable and I just thought, like the whole time I'm listening to this, like football coach. Well, I'll just let I'll let you listen. Oh to it. God, I, I already I don't want to hear not, it. Not already. only did, did, is it a parable, it's like they brought this guy in special just to deliver this parable. So here we go. Fuck. That's important to me. So I'm uh, real glad today that uh, we have a speaker that most of you know. I'm already. Brother Daryl McElwain, a big round of applause. No, I love, I love that. Okay, idea. so hold on, Vince. Pause real quick. Sure. Yeah. So, so part of the whole like power move is just like it's kind of like when you're, you know, if you have an older brother, or maybe like your friend's older brother, they just like sit on you. <laughs> like yeah. just to, just like because they can yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not very comfortable it doesn't hurt it's not like over it's not overt like they're giving you a titty twister or yeah. you know something really painful it's just they're just sitting on you yeah and it's just a power move the fear you is you, you know you can't escape yeah you you cannot escape you're trapped and you cannot do anything there's nothing more than football coaches love to tell you to take an e because you don't sit on your butt on the football <laughs> field ever son and just talk for 45 minutes and if you don't think that sucks go fucking take an e for 45 minutes and tell me that is not like that is not like stress position torture especially tell me go fucking hit pause right now hit pause right fucking now set your watch 45 minutes especially when you're listening okay, to like I told you the, bitch the fucking redneck tony robbins oh i i'm already yeah so so anyway it's just like hey i know you're hot and sweaty and you've probably got class to go to and blah blah, blah but it, some guy's gonna come talk to you now for 20 minutes and just <laughs> just be a fucking bag of hot air just blowing all over this room all right yeah let me yeah tell me when you need me to pause this but uh this is pretty great so. okay what's happening guys man i want to tell you a story from way back when there's this circus that's coming to town they get out to where they're gonna set up all their tents and all that stuff. But I like that he just jumped right into it. There was like, I'm not gonna. He's not like, I'm gonna tell you a story. He's like, any anyway. Hey y'all, there's a circus. A farmer, a Jew, and a rabbi walk into a bar. A man founds a company called Juco. <laughs> the animals kicks over a lantern and starts a fire, but they can't contain it. And the ringmaster, he says, we've got to alert 
the townspeople. There's this one clown. He says, hey, I got my clown bicycle here. And I can ride into town real quick. You know that. <laughs> you know that clown bicycle they all got. You know that clown. You know the kind I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. You know how <laughs> clowns ride bicycles in, in the circus because it's funny. It's a funny bike. Better yet, clown car. He's like, I can fit all the townsfolk into this. Let me go back to the it, bike. It now. doesn't have a horn, though, because he can honk his nose. <laughs> his, his, his nose goes a wooga. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put it out with this flower. <laughs> He's just trying to spray it with a flower. And I can alert the town people. Ringmaster says that's a great idea. So here goes this clown. So in this part where it's quiet, he's putting on a clown mask to actually act uh -oh. out what a clown looks like. Oh, he's a juggalo. Oh my god. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, so already I'm dreading like what the what the moral of this story is gonna be. Oh, it's gonna be so bad. Is it a is it a Pennywise uh, mask? <laughs> uh, it was like a. It's an evil clown mask. It, was, it wasn't Pennywise. Okay. This is gonna be about Jesus. Yes. <laughs> and that clown. Well, here's this clown pedaling that little clown bike. He's oh, he's got a horn too. Whoa, okay. I was like, is he bringing his own props? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he's got. He's a. He's like a, a religious prop comic. <laughs> this is Pastor Dave, the prop pastor over at uh, over at Carrot Tops, Carrot, Carrot Tops First Church of Christ. He's honking his horn. He he gets in the middle of the town, and he says, "Y'all got to get out of here." You got to get out. There's a fire out there. And all the town people come out and they're like, man, that guy is funny. So already, already I knew what the moral of this. And I was like, I was like, oh, come on. It's got to be more complex than that, right? It's can't, the moral of the story can't be like clowns are bad. Oh, really? That can't it's, be it. I think it's the moral of the story is like if a town is stupid enough, they'll laugh at their own funeral. No, dude, you clearly have never it's not played that? sports. <laughs> I think the moral is Yeah. So take, keep in mind a common take, football coach tactic is they will like literally like dig a hole and bury a ball if they're on like a losing streak and uh -huh. say like we're putting the season to rest. <laughs> oh, and now it's a new beginning, <laughs> you know, like or or they'll literally have one guy had a uh, stump of wood and an axe in the locker room yeah. to like keep chopping and then a punter like picked it up and chopped it but missed and sliced his leg. Oh <laughs> god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> like it's it's got to be extremely literal. They they're, they're yeah. not they're not good with metaphor. Dude, CTE is no joke. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So, so those are your, Brendan, what do you think? As, as the former football player, what do you think the moral of the story is going to be? Uh, I, actually, I'm struggling. I mean, I guess it's, it's basically like, um, you know, it, you, you got to take things seriously. You got to take the message seriously and not laugh at the situation. Yeah, that's pretty close, but it's actually more literal than that. I'll let you guys hear. Okay, okay, this. hold on. Let me guess. Uh -huh. No, I want to get. Oh, I think. Oh I no, know. yeah, Yusuf, you guess. Oh, I was gonna say it's. Uh, it, don't don't stop until you hear. Like always, listen to the horn. It, it, it sounded smarter <laughs> okay. in my mind. Okay, all right. Never mind. It's yeah, not that. yeah, yeah. I mean, that would be better than what that actually is. But okay. Wait, always listen. What? Always listen to the horn is what. Uh, yeah, yeah. Finish yeah. the drill. Play to the whistle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah that. That's that's a better way to say. Yeah, it. no, that would yeah, that would have been better. That would have been smarter. But that's not where he goes with it. Okay, hold on, I got it. I, I got it. Hold, what? 
You got I it? I got it. What is it? Okay. It's um, sometimes uh, <laughs> Irish people, they look funny because they're drunk and they have red hair and, and their noses are big and red and honk. But you have to listen to what they say because white people have good ideas sometimes. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, those are, these are all good guesses. Here we go. So he starts going even nuttier. He jumping over there. No, I'm serious. You got to get out of here, man. It's on fire. And the more he goes crazy, the more they just laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh. That's Darwin then. That's Darwin. If they die, it's their fault. Am I wrong? I mean, clown. that's one let's take. Hear him out. Oh, let's hear him out. Let's hear him out. You know, you know, no better guesses about the moral yet? No, let's hear him out. Okay, okay. Save yourself. That's the moral. <laughs> now, you guys are pretty smart. What's the moral of the story? Come on. Don't let a clown deliver an important message. Your words, your words are good, but if they don't match up with, with your walk. Your words are good. Like, as soon as he mentioned a clown, I was like, all right. Please don't let the moral of the story be don't be a clown. That's literally the fucking moral of the story. The entire story was don't. That's a long story for don't be a clown. <laughs> that's the whole. That's the whole thing, though. That's, yeah, it's such a convoluted situation <laughs> to the point where I'm like, maybe that is real. He maybe almost, someone did die that way. Yeah, he almost gaslights yeah, you into this, thinking there's going to be like an intelligent point. And it's like, but as soon as you hear clown, that's you, you just know. It's going to be like, you all don't want to be clowns, do you? You, you could honestly, for that story, he could have just been like, hey, you guys, you know clowns and how no one takes them seriously? Don't do that. That's you. Yeah. Don't, yeah. don't be that. Yeah. It, I don't know My why. My dad handles like, it way better. Poor, when when I told him I wanted to be a to comedian, when I told my dad I wanted to be a comedian, he just said, but you're going to fail. <laughs> I think that's the best way to say don't be a clown. Yeah. I had a coach like <clears throat> before a big game one time uh, in like the night before the <clears throat> before the game. First of all, the night before the game, you have like eight hours of meetings and it's the worst. And so, again, they make you just sit through a bunch of meetings that are irrelevant to you. And it's horrible. So this guy gets up and starts talking and his whole thing is like, well, when he was a young boy growing up in Samoa, you know, he got um, he, he got like a. a, a he got loaned out basically by his family to go like work on a farm and they thought it would be like a good like learning experience or whatever. So the first day was so hard. It was hot and tropical weather and muggy and sweaty and blah, blah. And he works so hard and he just goes on and he spends 20 minutes talking about all the work he does. Then he's got this like water pump on the table, like a, like an old timey farm water pump. Uh-huh. And then he's like, you know, can I have a drink of water? And the person tells him, yeah, you can get it from the pump. And so he starts pumping and no water comes out. And he says, no water's coming out. And the person says, keep pumping. And so he does that. But this part of the story goes on for like another 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so like 45 minutes after the story started, water comes out of the pump. And the moral of the story is, Keep pumping. Keep pumping. <laughs> and so then there's like, you know, then like I remember in the game, there's like an injured guy on the sideline, like yeah. standing up on the bench going like, come on, like, like pumping the pump. You know? <laughs> I love it, man. That's like when you go to an open mic and you see someone do like five minutes, but they told one joke the whole time it's <laughs> yeah. because they had a lot of setup. You know, you I, just these guys need to just have a space like an open mic for coaches where you can work out your shitty parables. I mean, I got this bit, but it's got a lot of setup tags. There's going to be like 17 setup tags. 
It's uh, going to work, though. That uh, one punchline works. Yeah, you could just say don't be a clown, but then you wouldn't be able to make people sit on their knee for 45 minutes while you told the story. Yeah, mm-hmm. you wouldn't be able to flex your fucking nuts at people. Also, I mean, you got to you kind of got to know your crowd because you can't have a coach that's like smoking a cigarette like a man walks on a beach, picks up two shells. And it's like, yeah, all right, yeah. where's this going? You know, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. kind of got to make things way simple. I feel like it's Coach Bill Hicks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I did It cut off, but he literally says, "Don't be a clown," and that's the end of the. That's the end I'm of the. Sure, story. that's what they're thinking about. <laughs> right. You guys want to find out if these guys are a bunch of clowns? <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea, Colton. Let's burn <laughs> down. Let's burn you, down the circus I and find like out if they're you clowns. Twenty five years ago, that speech was, "Don't be a bunch of queers." <laughs> Yeah, like there's yeah. no question. Yeah, for that, sure. that's not what that was. <laughs> yeah. And he's so, like, well, so little little gay lord comes out and he's like, "Hey guys, it's on fire!" And they're like, "Look at that gay lord <laughs> talking about something. <laughs> Look at him dancing. He twirling and he dancing." I'm actually kind of surprised. What's that it- the moral of that story? Don't be gay. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm actually kind of surprised that it didn't get Jesusy because, yeah. like, football coaches will get Jesusy on you. And I always like, I always kind of like. There's a part of me that's always like, man, I bet I could sue the shit out of my school because they used to make us pray <laughs> before and after every game, and we were a not we were a public school. You should have, dude. It's yeah, seriously. Um, sure, but uh, but like all the guys. There's that some support, good lawyers Kirk, at Juco. Kirk Cameron would fucking fly in on a helicopter and pay your school's legal fees, though. Uh, my God, we're thinking about Juco lawyers right now. <laughs> okay, <laughs> told him you could hire the lawyers at Juco, and he's really he's really liking it. He <laughs> got him pretty good. <laughs> Uh, six lawyers and they all do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is my movie. Speaking of which, I mean, we do have like a potential song of the summer uh, candidate. I mean, I know Bernsey's not here to do songs of the summer, but uh, I mean, I I, 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 I don't know if you guys heard "Bitch I'm a Cow" or not. I did. I have not heard "Bitch I'm a Cow." Well, let's listen. <laughs> You gotta couple it with the video experience yeah, as well. Yeah, there's a lot of bouncing titties in the video, which makes it better. It's pretty good so far. Yeah, bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. I'm not a cat. I don't say meow. Bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. Go move. The best part of it is it's a very it's, unhurried pace. Like that goes on for like five five full minutes. Yeah, it sounds like it sounds like a royalty freestyle I did while I blacked out. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad to be honest. But you have, you apparently have been following this person from like this is my first introduction to Doja Cat. Yeah, no, I mean she, I, she's just like a really cool rapper, pop singer. Uh huh. I yeah no that's other it. songs not about cows. Oh God, yeah. I mean, her big hit is like "No Police," mm-hmm. which is like a airy little dreamy tune. I mean, I don't. I have no like 
insight to offer other than like <laughs> sure. she's really cool listen to her but yeah. like it's just interesting it's it's fascinating to me that like because i woke up today and this morning and saw that on twitter too and i was like oh this is really cool and then i listened <laughs> to the video and then i read, was reading the replies and i was like oh fuck that's doja cat and uh-huh. i was like shit that's wild I get um, excited because uh, I've we've talked about this before, but I feel like every uh, like every every comedy thing in like the past five years uh, has been like super smart and like oh uh, comedians are like fucking truth tellers. So like when there's a throwback to like dumb comedy, yes. I get really fucking excited. Where it's like yeah, she made a video about a cow. She's got French fri- French fries in her nose, and thank fucking God. That we can still have comedy that's kind of dumb. Do you remember that song? I'm going to write a think um, piece Shithead. about it. Um, what is it? Her name was spelled Shithead. No. But the video... God, it's so fucking funny. It's one of the funniest YouTube videos I've ever seen. But it's just this rap video of this like, woman who she made. And her... It's not her real name, obviously. But the it's subtitled, I'm Shithead. Uh-huh. But she, she raps like, I'm Shithead. And I'm sad. I'm shithead, and I can't stop drinking. It's just like this, yeah. like like fat lady just like drinking and like crying. It's just really fucking funny. And it reminded me exactly like that because it's like a really infectious but calm beat, mm-hmm. and then someone calmly rapping over it and saying just absurd things. Yeah, I don't know. I miss that. Well, miss- what about Lil B? Lil B wasn't that long ago. Yeah, yeah. He Lil B's still doing it too. But he's, Lil he's still B- doing his. He's, was too, he's like on the TED Talk circuit or some shit now. Yeah, he was giving college talks for a while, but I think they all caught on to how insane that is. <laughs> Have you seen them? <laughs> they're on YouTube, and they're all like an hour long, and they're all rambling like nothing. What does Lil B oh, do? Oh, really? He like just he goes to colleges, big colleges too, like Carnegie Mellon, like uh-huh. MIT, like University of Michigan and shit like that, and like gives speeches to like classes, I guess, or lectures. Yeah, he's what is he talking about? Branding or something? He's got to be talking about something. No, like that. he just says like vapid shit. Like if you got a dream, <laughs> what you got to do? You got to follow it. And what you got to do? You follow that dream. You got to keep pursuing it. You yeah. got to keep. Uh, he, he does the coach thing. Mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. does the. But I mean, you know the, what? He's he's got to. It makes sense that he feels that way. The guy literally was just like, I don't care how bad I am, I'm gonna be great at rapping. Exactly, and, and I love it. And he worked it out, man. Yeah. I lo- my favorite song of his is Ellen DeGeneres. It's just that the whole time. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. mean, there was always like a, a lot of space uh, that Will I Am, like the fact that Will I Am can go to like tech conferences and just stand up and say the like dumbest, most meaningless shit you've ever heard and get paid millions of dollars. There's like so much room to be like an off brand Will I Am. Like, Jesus, yeah. I would give anything if if if, if the, the, you know uh, there's so many people that had to see that and just thought boy i could milk the shit out of this system so i'm glad someone's doing it do you think will yeah. i am hates himself do you think he has the ability he, to hate himself because i feel like if you, i didn't have that i could do that <laughs> yeah I just imagine when he's home, he looks in the mirror and he goes, Will, I am not. And then he starts crying. <laughs> Will, I aren't. <laughs> no, I, I, God, I just feel like the Black Eyed Peas are so earnestly bad. Like, yeah. they just, like, they have no idea. Like, they just think they're so incredible. Well, because they I, I started good, I have a good, hard right? time everyone picturing Will, I am ever be being like self-aware they, in yeah. any way. Yeah. Yeah, he can't be self-aware. Yeah. Otherwise, the whole system would collapse around him. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and like he would look at Apple D app, and he would. <laughs> what's the What's the one guy who looks like all like he's in the Matrix? Uh, 
The one who was at the rally we were at. Fuck. I, yeah. I, 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 I knew his name. Oh, I forget now. Oh, he was in uh, Street Fighter, Legend of Chun-Li. Yeah. Was he? He played Vega, right? Vega, yeah, yeah. he did. I fucking forget the guy's name. Me too. And we even saw him. But yeah, like I feel like Will I Am occupies that space between... Um, it's kind of... People treat uh, tech entrepreneurs the same way they treat uh, music people to a certain degree yeah. where like... Because you, if you're Steve Jobs and you invented the iPhone, like suddenly everything you say is brilliant. Or if you're Will I Am and you wrote like a song, suddenly everything you say is profound. And he's like perfectly, he fa- he's found that perfect like crack where anything he says right. is But like, genius. how do they do that? Because all their songs are so dumb. And in fact, like, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, like their their first really big hit was Let's Get It Started, which they had to change because <laughs> right. prior to that it was Let's Get Retarded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I guess yeah. it's like, where is the love? Like, it made them seem deep. Mm-hmm. And so. Yeah, for sure. If you ask and where's the, right the love they had to man. change, too, because it used to be, where where are the gay lords? <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. and be, that was very offensive. Where are the queers? People <laughs> Where are the queers? Much less interesting song. Yeah. In the 90s, they, uh, the fascinating thing about Black Eyed Peas is they've sold, been sellouts for, like, before they were even big. They were selling, like, Dr. Pepper in the fucking 90s in commercials. You guys remember that? Am I crazy? Sounds right. No, I was, don't really remember that now. I, I swear, they, they were in a commercial. They were selling Dr. Pepper. Will I Am does an impression of a uh, of fucking Louis Armstrong at one point because they sampled like a, a Louis Armstrong track or something, and he's like, "Sell Dr. Pepper," <laughs> and it, it's like, "I'm a smoke, oh, Mr. Itchy." <laughs> Speaking of of of. Black Eyed Peas being in movies. Do you remember when Will I Am was in one like the first Wolverine movie? He played like some dude in a cowboy hat. Yes. Oh shit! No, I never saw the first Wolverine movie. I didn't either, but I remember him the wearing one with that dumbass cowboy Deadpool? hat. Yeah. The Deadpool. Yeah. The one with the Ryan Reynolds, the first Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, the, the the mouthless Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Dude, I just we just found it. We found the the the, the Will I Am Dr Pepper <laughs> commercial. I wish we could play it. Yeah, I wish we, we, we could hear uh, it on this end, but, you know. God damn it. You know, if we were in L.A. right now, we'd totally be, this would be such a technologically savvy podcast. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. Welp. <laughs> Hell yeah, bitch. Eat the dick. Suck I on mean, the background tits. on this Suck is like she's rapping in front of like a good. in front yummy, of a yummy. green screen with Everyone just like bouncing anime titties on them. Tummy. Put a dick in it's my mouth. Great. Put a dick in my butt. Yeah. I fart out your dick. I fart out your nut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, were you rapping on that end? Sorry, I missed that. That's good. <laughs> did you guys? Oh, I just did a royalty freestyle over it. Was it was pretty yeah, good. And yeah. once you get the actual wave files uh, sent to you, you will see that. I, it was pretty good. Cool. That's cool. I said I'd fart out your nut, which oh. is great because <laughs> he come in the butt and he farts out the nut, which I think is, <laughs> yeah, it's a nice little bit of wordplay. Sure, it was sure. a very good, uh, yeah. one of my better. I like that. So, Matt, how's your Thank polyp? You. We- um, I don't know. They took it out my asshole, bitch. Did you call it polyp dean? <laughs> I, yeah. I called it Jackson polyp. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of Jackson polyp, I... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so what I what happened uh, was yeah. So I had a cold, this is my a, polyp Jackson Jackson polyp. 
Uh, it's in I, a jar. I had a colonoscopy, and in order to get the colonoscopy, you have to not eat for 24 hours, and you have to drink. You guys have had colonoscopies, right? Hell yeah. Okay, so Vince, I had asshole had, surgery, fool. Yeah, you had a whole bunch. Yeah, they had to go deep up in that ass. But for yeah. me, I mean, they didn't have to cut anything except for the polyp. But uh, I had to drink that stuff. Did you drink? You drink that stuff that makes you shit out water? Yeah. Dude, I gotta say, even though it was disgusting drinking it, and I was very hungry and I couldn't eat, um, clearing out your colon of doo doo <laughs> is possibly the best feeling I think I've had in a long time. It was like it, I felt like I I didn't weigh myself. I should have. Mm. I should have weighed myself before and after. But man, like eventually you just start shitting like clear fucking crystal geyser water out of your butthole, <laughs> and you're just See? like. Maybe I am God. Yeah, I never got anything out of that experience. I don't know. I think I have too much fiber on a normal day. I like day. that in this, the, the presumption of this part of the conversation is that, like, you, you're thinking you're possibly God. <laughs> and possible. then this is just confirmation. <laughs> yeah. yeah, before I was, you know, had a sinking suspicion that I might be God. But then I shit out clear water and I was like, I am God, maybe. I don't know. It just felt like, uh, I don't know. I just, I've never felt so free. Because I think poo is, is disgusting personally. And to get it all out of my system, I felt like I cleansed my soul in a way. You know what I mean? Not me. I love poo. Yeah. I don't really like it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so then they went into my asshole. Um, and yeah, uh, they put me on a bunch of like a- anesthetics and shit like that. And um, I really got stuck on this uh, Zuckerberg General Hospital pun where I just kept saying, are you going to are you going to suck my butt to all, to all the nurses? <laughs> and when they rolled me out, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm about to get <laughs> butt sucked. And and it was it was, uh, you know, it was pretty great until uh, I woke up and realized that uh, uh, I had done it. So are, are you, you going to realize now in. that you had uh, all that all those drugs back in your system? Well, that was what I was thinking. I was like, is this is this bad for for my recovery? But uh, I think you know, one time I got my uh, wisdom teeth taken out, and I refused to take uh, painkillers uh, afterwards, and I regretted that. So I was like, I'm not going to let them fucking you know put a snake up my ass with a pipe cleaner and and not be on anesthesia. I, I like to imagine Zuck coming in uh, after your <laughs> surgery, like with a camera crew, and he's like. Like just staring at you blankly, like <laughs> blinking a bunch of times. He goes, "You've been zucked." <laughs> and he's like, you, "Zucked." You, you just got zucked. You've he been says that zucked. To everyone. <laughs> Walking in, eating dry toast with no eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want any smoked meats? <laughs> yeah. What's this deal? He's really into smoked meat now. No, there was just a, there was someone did like a fucking like uh, he did a Facebook live where he was smoking meats and someone did a super cut of all the time he mentioned smoked meats. Well, <laughs> <laughs> smoked meats, uh, smoked meat. Well, he did do a thing for a while where he was like, I'm only going to eat meat that I've killed myself. Yeah. yeah that yeah. was his thing. <laughs> Who for a is while. this? Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, like Mark, Mark Mark Zuckerberg is like a true sociopath, and <laughs> be, there's something. That'd be cool I if you have a, if you have a like. I'm sure he's rich enough that some guy just has a farm, and you're like, all right, you can strangle my cow, Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> <laughs> 
He's like a, the the caveat is that he has to kill it. You never say how he kills it. He's like he fucked my dog to death, but he gave me a thousand dollars. You just hand him like a really old chicken. He's like banging it against the wall. <laughs> how do you kill he this? Bludgeoned it with an old MacBook Pro. <laughs> oh. Yeah. He's going to kill and eat a human at some point. You guys know this, right? <laughs> if he hasn't already. I hope so. He, yeah, I, mean, I guess I I'm hope sure so, too. It's going to be like an ethically sourced human. It's going to be a homeless person yeah, in San Francisco. Right. Be like, it was ethically sourced. He signed an NDA, <laughs> so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so they uh, looked through my butt. Uh, I saw the camera before I passed out completely. I saw the camera go in, and I thought to myself, like, this would be a dope what Twitch a stream. wonderful world. <laughs> and I think to myself, Zuck is fucking my butt. A dubbing your doubt was up and down the two-way. Bye, Pepsi. This is a Louis Armstrong heavy. Yeah, are you playing the, the Will I Am commercial? I am. It's, it's, it sounds exactly like That's this. That's the too. Dr. Pepper. The uh, Dr. Pepper. Oh, they better stop and give me money. It feels a little Cosby-ish. I mean, it's isn't it? Yeah, that's just how you. It's make hard all to black do both. Sound. It's like, oh, here's my <laughs> <Yeah>. Denzel, <laughs> and I say to myself, I was in flight. <laughs> I, I'm President Obama. <laughs> this is just <laughs> King Kong. This is, just, got this is my only black guy impression I could do. And, uh, <laughs> See, there's niggas and black people. I was like, that's not even Chris. Is that Chris Rock? That's not. <laughs> Uh, uh, and I said, by any means unnecessary. Why did I say, what you talk like this? <laughs> That's my really bad Richard Pryor. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, hi. Impressions are hard in general. Yeah, well, no, I agree. It's hard to do. Yeah. So they so went anyway, in my butt. And, and then, then you do a huge fart after that, right? Oh, my God. I was farting. I was farting all night. Uh, and... Uh, you know, I was with Francesca, and the great thing is, though, when you're you're farting and your ass has been completely cleansed of poo poo, you have scentless farts. Yeah. So your farts are basically they're basically consequence free. Hmm. So you can just go around just honking it. Yeah. And like. The only consequence, obviously, is there's social consequences if you do it in public. But I was so fucking drugged out that you're I, you like know, a, she took a me human whoopee cushion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I actually discovered this uh, a few years ago because um, I found that you can do a search on YouTube called colonoscopy fart, oh. and the results oh, are. Oh. Well, the results will astound you. It's, oh. I swear, I timed one at thirty seconds. <laughs> I shit you oh, not. Jesus Christ. 30 seconds and and it's like you feel it eventually you feel it coming and you start being able to control it you're like i'm gonna let a little bit out and it's gonna it's like a trumpet and you get it a little bit louder and then softer and then louder you can and sound like louis armstrong oh yeah <laughs> this sounds like this sounds like one of those x-men shows where like they're teaching the mutants how to use their power for the first time you know yeah. And it's like you could begin to feel it, and then you learn to harness it, mm -hmm. and eventually I was picturing you'll Matt it. more going like, "I know kung fu, yeah, yeah. I, I know bot fu." <laughs> it reminds me of a Joe's old pitch for like the X Men movie about the little girl who's a, who's a squirter. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> and she has the she has like the poison squirt that is she's so it, under control. This is Storm Origins you're talking yeah, about. Basically. <laughs> oh, the storm is just her pussy juice. <laughs> it's a flood. Yeah, it's raining. Nah, that's just that's just storm coming again. <laughs> So I'm wondering how mad I should be because I got a colonoscopy, but I did mine when I was at Kaiser Permanente, and there yeah. was zero anesthetic involved. There was like I was awake for that whole thing. They just stuck a thing up my ass, and I watched the whole time. Wait, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh shit! Did, was so, your doctor fucking Ice Cube? Yeah. No Vaseline. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just I just thought that's how it was. Uh, I mean, you know, I, I just assumed it would be painful, uh, you know, because, you know, they're sticking something deep inside my colon. And See, I don't just know like how the anesthetic worked because, like, I uh, last time I went to the dentist, like, he was, I was like, I got my wisdom tooth taken out. And so mm-hmm. I was like, can I get, like, anesthetic? And he's like, nah. And then, <laughs> and then I did it. I was like, can I get put under or whatever? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, no. And I was like. Okay, and then I just got uh, that done. But I was well, like, "Wait, did they give you gas? Because they gave me they gave me fucking uh, gas while I was getting my my wisdom." I think taken you out. probably need like a like a different level of certification or something. Like he might not be like. Uh, I'm, I don't care about his certification. I mean, yeah. for the procedure, don't sure, do sure. that. But he's probably like, "Oh yeah, I'm not licensed for that. Like, I need to bring, I need to bring like a separate anesthesiologist in for that or some shit." Oh well, he should. Then I would have scheduled a different day. Like, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. I, don't know. I wanted to be like. Dead. This is just my uneducated. If I ever go to a dentist, like no matter what they're doing, I want to be like comatose. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Give yeah. me drugs. Yeah. Just drug I mean, me so I don't have to make conversation. With oh me. god, I, I go, let, drug me at the barber. Yeah. I don't care. So my last Dude. dentist, he was like. It was weird because he was always like super nice to me and would like, you know, try and fucking relate. And I'm like, I don't care, dude. Like, you just clean my teeth, whatever. But then, like, while he was doing something, he was always like very, um, uh, just like undercover belittling to his staff. Like, he would mm. say stuff where what? it always felt like as soon as I left the room, someone was going to get chewed out. Mm. And it was very, it was like a weird, scary feeling where he was like, hey, how you doing? Jenny. Could you get the fucking X-ray? Like oh, kind of that kind yeah, of shit. Where yeah, you're like, what the fuck is happening here? Yeah. Maybe he was just chewing people out for the pun because he's a dentist. <laughs> Did you ever think about that? That's good. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Did he ever say, "I just enjoy chewing people out"? Equally then, on each side. Yeah. yeah. Chew them out, and then I floss afterwards. Yeah, always mm-hmm. floss. No, that's fucking weird, dude. I'm sorry yeah. you had to, you had to deal he, like, with that. Got too close and fucked it up. He's like, you know, I like to eat people out. It's like, wait, whoa, what the fuck? Dude? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Too far, too far. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. All right. So, did you guys did you guys know that Colin Jost is in a lot of bother this week? I I I vaguely saw he was trending, but I don't know why. What What did he do? Okay. Well, him and Michael Che are hosting the, the Oscars, I guess, this year. And, okay. And this is the quote that people are like mad about, I guess. Uh, are you fond of awards shows generally? Che, I remember liking the MTV Awards when I was a kid. Jost, eh. I think most of the time they're way too self serious and focused on things that 99% of the country doesn't care about. At the end mm-hmm. of the day, it's adults getting trophies. Why should that be taken seriously? And remember when things like Gladiator won Best Picture? 
Why can't good, fun things win, not just good, artsy things? They're both good, mm. and the fun ones are sometimes a lot harder to make. So he got in trouble for saying that Gladiator was a good movie, or he got in trouble for saying that that 99% of the country don't give a shit about the stuff about the Oscars? I think yeah. it's the latter, because yeah. he's like a rich, like, privileged fuck. Yeah, he is a rich, privileged fuck. But is but he's right about that. People yeah, don't, no, he's he, right. I think he's right, People but he's also pandering, and you're like, shut the fuck up, dude. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's what did he get in trouble for? For pandering know. or yeah, for? Yeah, I think it's more just like I think it's just him being. I think everyone. I think everyone's just mad at him for being Colin Yost. Yeah, everyone, yeah, like, yeah that's true. the fact that he spoke again is like, God damn it, stop. Yeah, yeah. you I know, think, I think that's exactly no matter what, what like he said, me. everyone's like, Why are you you? You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's there it is too. something about him that just rubs you the wrong way. He looks like he looks like exactly what he is, which is like a rich kid, right? He looks like Seth MacFarlane, yeah, 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 but like a younger, hotter Seth MacFarlane with, with less shows on Fox. <laughs> um, I think it's also partly that people are, um, it's just what he is. Well, I think people are already uh, annoyed with this whole thing because now that they've added like the popular Oscar, where they're kind of oh, uh, they think this they're, is they're kind of annoyed with the whole like populist. Like we need to make the Oscars more populist. And hey, like, shut the hey, fuck up! Everything's is, is super the pop- populist already. Like, calm is, down. Wait, is the popular Oscar? I I I heard about that, and I didn't for my own sanity's sake i didn't investigate further but is that just like years of like dc and marvel fanboys like berating people via twitter and other social media like is that what this is it feels like that it Mm -hmm. feels like some of that it feels like you know what it is it feels like colin jost has inadvertently like provided the justification for the popular oscar where he's like, oh, how come yeah. fucking Guardians of the Galaxy doesn't get an Oscar? Well, I, which I'll you know, honest, maybe it should have gotten one, but like, uh, I remember like in '93 or something, being mad that Schindler's List won uh, <laughs> Best Picture because I thought uh, Ace Ventura: Pet Detective was the best <laughs> picture of that year. And you are right that that right? opinion holds up. Isn't that whole lot? Yes, that's a better movie. It's but, incredible. I mean, listen, thing. I love Schindler's List, <laughs> but it's not nearly as funny. The problem with as- the, the Oscars is not that they're too artsy, though. It's just that it's just that they're generally like bad like uh, i yeah. remember when when forrest gump beat out pulp fiction for like best picture and like that's very representative of the oscars in general where it's just kind of like no, i was mad right. about that it's too because mask came out that year it's not that, that they're like too artsy it's just that they're generally uncool like it's just like it's yeah. always going to be generally uncool <laughs> yeah no it wasn't the mask came out in 94 oh the mask with jim carrey yeah the mask. oh oh okay <laughs> what do you think he said Picture. Uh, I no, thought, I mask. Hey, has someone done the Chappie tweet but with the mask? So it's like me watching the mask when Jim Carrey finds the mask and puts on the mask and becomes the mask. That's the mask. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was thinking. I was oh, no, thinking I'm not on Twitter anymore. Hold on. You didn't record that? No. It, oh. The we uh, we I think we just ran out of battery. Oh. Sorry, are we recording again? Yeah. yeah. While well, you were talking about Gump, it reminded me um, okay. that uh, my mom. I don't agree with her on everything. My but mom. 
I was still <laughs> like young enough that I was like, oh, it was cool. He was involved in all these amazing things throughout history. My mom's like, Brendan, that was a movie about an idiot who fucking lucked his way through life and deserved absolutely nothing to be caught. <laughs> <laughs> like, in hindsight, I'm like, oh, she's kind of right. No, that's true. I mean, really, he did nothing to earn anything that he had. I, no. I don't, yeah, I, I'm not a Forrest Gump hater. Like, it's one of those movies that I I enjoy, but I can't really defend in any, in any real way. Like, it's yeah. a bad I movie mean, that I like. It's. I feel like it's defensible solely... Because of Tom Hanks. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Every other part of that fucking movie is dreadful, emotionally manipulative, and mm-hmm. infuriating. But Tom yeah. Hanks is like, you watch that guy and you're like, well, all right. Yeah. You know? I'm gonna I'm gonna defend Gary Sinise too. Like in his prime, Gary Sinise was a yeah. pretty fucking good oh, actor. Yeah, dude, yeah. Lieutenant Bubba Dan's was great. good too. I like Bubba. Yeah. Didn't love Bubba. Also AIDS. <laughs> the AIDS, you like the AIDS part? AIDS definitely best supporting, best supporting actor. AIDS every year, I feel like they get snubbed, and yeah. that's just my take. I, I just like the idea that, like, the pitch. We're like, all right, he's got to touch like every significant uh, political event of the 20th century. It's like, all right, it's gonna be like Vietnam War, fucking <laughs> LBJ. It's gonna meet Kennedy. Uh, AIDS got to have AIDS in there. Yeah. Gotta have AIDS. Everyone's just agreeing. Gotta have AIDS. Gotta I, have AIDs. I like to think that there's like a Forrest really Gump sequel and they just explain that he never ages. Uh huh. You know? So yeah. he's like, he was there for 9 11. He was there for the death of Osama bin Laden. He was there, but he was like a yeah. part of all of them, you know? Oh, yeah. Like a, yeah. He was like on the plane, like, oh no, Muhammad, like, Atta, what are you doing? <laughs> what? That's what like, odd. Like he, he planned it with Bush? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Forrest Gump did 9-11. Yeah, it's got to be like... I think a good a good, good thing to do would be to, to hit the, the planes at the, with the towers. Wow, <laughs> yeah. I fucked that up. It's kind of <laughs> like where he inspires I'm the Have a Nice shit. Day t-shirt. He inspires, yeah. he act- <laughs> he's meeting the president because he's so good at like Fortnite. This is, I'm fucking up the timeline <laughs> of everything. He's so good at Fortnite that he meets the president. And he's like, I think a good thing to do would be have another 9-11. <laughs> And then, boom, 9-11-2. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Forrest Gump 2 is just called 9-11-2. Hey, sorry, yeah. I've been away for a while. Have we talked about the Saudis basically, like, admitting to 9-11 on Twitter? Like, <laughs> <laughs> No, what did they do? Did we talk about that? What? Did you see that? No, not really. I thought they, they threatened well, Canada so or something. Like some... So it might have been the official Canadian Twitter or some sort of yeah. you know government sponsored Canadian Twitter account said like you know we condemn human rights abuses in Saudi Arabia and then like Saudi Arabia just tweeted back like a photoshop of a plane headed into the CN tower oh <laughs> like, man it was like it was that like a, is like 9/11 admission it was very <laughs> that well, fucking it was very fucking 2018 i'll say wow. that it was very 2018 There's... it's like yeah is the new normal right now is is like everyone's just like yeah i did 9-11 everyone's just admitting to it there's probably some saudi yusuf that got fired for that yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh fuck (laughs) like you know you know muhammad i think your your 9-11 tweets are a little uh you know we we try not to talk about that here on the saudi twitter account Uh, 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 uh. 
That's I do so feel like good. it would be Matt that would get fired for 9-11 tweets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I ever got fired for anything, it would be my many 9-11 If Matt tweets. ever got a job. If I, ever got, <laughs> if I ever got a job. He would definitely get fired for, for my 9-11. 9/11. Like a real job for sure. His anti-Zionist <laughs> opinions on this podcast are, are going to cost him many things. What's that? said so your anti-Zionist views expressed on this podcast are going to... Tell me about it. I think it cost me my manager. I'm still not entirely convinced that he just wasn't mad at me for for protesting Israel. But you know what? I'm not going to hold that against him. You know, I've moved on. Yeah. Um, I don't have a new manager yet, though. So shout out to uh, anyone out there who is currently the head of management of some talent company. Just let you know, Matt Lee, he's on the market. Yeah. Uh, Help me. Yusuf needs a job. Matt needs a manager. Yeah, I'll take a manager too. Yeah. If you're out there too, like sure. why not? I'll take a job instead of a manager. Fuck yeah, it. you want to trade, Matt? I don't even know what managers do. I'll take one. Seems like a good thing. You know what? Can, how about you manage me? I manage you, and then we both work together as a job. I was gonna say, how about you? I manage you, and you pay me. Oh, <laughs> look at that! And that could just be my job. <laughs> you can get ten percent of of. The money that I give you? Wait, no. Oh, I don't, I don't know what managers know. do. I guess I should have made that clear. I, I don't know why they exist. This will know. be just like uh, Atlanta, except Matt doesn't have a hit single yet. Like if he if he has like that <laughs> that one good. I'm close though, dude. Yeah, I've I've gotten real close with my royalty freestyles. Sure, sure. If you get that one, paper boy. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, let's talk about the fugitive because I watched that movie. So you met the fugitive from 1993, right? That, yeah. that yes. Phil, okay. Just because I was like, because I, I, I watched the entire first season of the TV show from the 1960s. No, God, no! I did not watch the show from the 60s. I just didn't know if it was like, because it, it's just a random ask. And also, I got confused with Air Force One, so I watched like an hour of that. <laughs> Oh, uh, did anyone else? Did anyone else in that one part go get off of my train? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I totally did that. Yes. Holy shit, dude! Yes. You, I literally, as soon as that happened, That's get off good. my train. I laughed to myself alone. <laughs> Me too. I was dying, and my wife <laughs> was not. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, I didn't do that. I wish I did. Yeah. I think I also said it though when he said I didn't kill my wife. <laughs> I think I said it then too. Oh, I, went, I already work around the clock. Oh, that's yeah, yeah that's I, good too, I, dude. That's one of my favorite lines in any movie ever. Now when he's in the tunnel, he's like, "I didn't, I didn't kill my wife." And Tommy Lee Jones is like, "I don't care." Yeah, yeah. Don't like, that's care. so fucking funny. Yeah, like Tommy Lee Jones is so good in this movie that he played so that good. character like in every other movie that he's been in, and you're like, "Well, fuck yeah, dude." Yeah, bring it yeah. on. Like. The big thing that I kept thinking the entire time I was watching the movie is that if Tommy Lee Jones was like, I don't know, call it 30 years younger and like The Fugitive came out in 2013 instead of 1993, like he would be an internet sensation. Like, oh, he yeah. would be, you know, and then like he would come out, he'd do some interview where he'd be like, well, I believe, uh, you know, women and men deserve equal treatment. And then like everyone on Twitter would be like, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> like he would be, he would be like, he, yeah, he would be Yas King, dude. Yeah, he, he would be Yas King. King. Yeah, and then he, it turned out he like gave some nerd a wedgie at Harvard in 1962, and then he would get milkshake ducked. <laughs> yeah, that's what would happen. I that's the full narrative arc. I think it would be different. I think it would be if that movie came out now. Like it's funny, it, everything leading up to whatever, 
uh, if it came out, he'd be an internet darling, and then he'd go on like late night TV, and he'd be like, "Well, I think marriage between a man and a woman." And then we'd all be like, "Whoa, Tommy, I don't know." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, to be honest, I am afraid to ask him his opinions. If I ever met him, I would not want to know. Yeah, he's got some severe opinions. He's got a bad case of opinions. And <laughs> I wouldn't want to know what any of them are because it would ruin him for me because I know that's already him and it's part of like why I like him in movies because he's so crotchety. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I, I, I just imagine <laughs> I imagine him being like, I just think black people should be more like Will Smith. Like, yeah. that's, <laughs> like that for sure is an opinion he holds. And I, I don't want to know that. I kind of think the arc of this entire movie is just like watching someone try to win over their emotionally withholding father. Like the entire movie is <laughs> is like leading up to the end scene of Tommy Lee Jones and uh, and Harrison and Ford. Harrison Ford, and and, and Harrison Ford is like, see, you did care, and he's like, oh, I guess I did. And yeah, don't, like, tell yeah, don't tell yeah, nobody. Yeah, yeah. Keep it our little secret. Uh, don't tell no they, one, gay dude, lord. He like that's like the first genuine smile that Tommy Lee Jones cracks in the whole movie, uh -huh. and it's such a cute smile because it's very much like a dad watching his daughter and like trying to hide it. It's so <laughs> yeah. weird. Yeah. It's like it's really good acting, but in a way that I'm like, I don't know if that's the emotion you really wanted to convey in that moment. Mm -hmm. It, it is I'm a like, very weird emotion in that moment. I had to check twice that the movie was released in 1993 because. Everyone's aesthetic aesthetic was very 1988. Yeah, totally. Like it was very Lethal Weapon. Did you guys uh, see Rose from Lost? Wait, was she in it? Rose. Yeah, the black woman, the black cop that oh, worked with yeah. the black yeah, lady yeah, cop yeah. that worked oh. with uh, uh, Tommy Lee Jones was showing everyone the picture. Mm -hmm. That was her That's job. Right. She was the resident picture shower. <laughs> Every time <laughs> she was like. Every time Tommy Lee Jones was like, "Have you seen Richard Kimball?" She'd walk up with a picture and put it in their face. <laughs> yeah. But there was a lot of like cameos of people oh. who hadn't yet blown up. Julianne that, Moore, Jane that, Lynch. That, see, yeah. that's that's why I like wanted to watch this movie because I hadn't watched it in a long time, and I watched it, and I was like, this might be like the best cast movie ever. There's Jane Lynch. There's Julianne Moore. Is that Pertelliano? Oh yeah, Joey yeah, Pants Joe is in there. Yeah, that's um, right. There's uh, the 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 husband from Veep is one of the reporters. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. It was was Harry Dean Stanton in this movie? No. No, I don't. Maybe? I don't think so. Was it a guy? That I would have. Like I would have spotted in which part? Old HDS. That's my boy. That's my boy right there. My boy HDS. I drank oh. him in the bar in Hawaii once. No. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, when he was filming the Big Bounce. That's so dope. There was the, like the weird, like the the gray-haired Chicago cop, which I thought was uh, Joe from Reservoir Dogs, but isn't. But looks exactly like him. But that oh, guy. there was the guy from uh, from Office Space who goes, "I'm a people person." Oh yeah, the yeah Richard Real, the, the mustache guard. guy. He's the yep. guy who uh, played the sheriff, where he was like, "Oh, you know, I saved him." Like the guy who, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, who bitched out on the train and, and Tommy then Lee Jones. There was, was like, uh, Harrison the Ford's friend who looks like Elliot Gould, but not really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's like a Germanic Elliot Gould. Yeah, yeah Our friend yeah, Elliot exactly. Gould was in the movie too. Yeah, Everyone Nichols. was in it. Yeah, no, this is a banger. I, 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 I thought you. Podcast was like about bad movies, so I was like, "Why am I watching this? <laughs> this movie fucking rules." It's a good movie, but I will say this: 
Uh, Harrison Ford's stunts are like so weirdly like slow and belabored. Like the way he runs, like he looks like he's running in slow motion, and he thinks they're gonna speed it up and post. And he oh. sort of he like punches the same way. He does everything like re- weirdly like slow and deliberate. Where he- yeah, but it almost like feeds the realism of like yeah, this is just a doctor. Right, like he's right. like. Not, yeah, that's a good point. He's like not an action hero, and I yeah. love it. But know? he actually beats people up, though. Yeah, and he survives everything. Also, the yeah. other doctors. Part, the weirdest parts. Of yeah, he only like, really beats other doctors up. When, when, check it out. But when they when the cops go to the hospital that he used to work at to talk to his uh, colleagues, and Jane Lynch is like, I mean, I wouldn't help you if I could, but <laughs> I know he wouldn't ask me for it. Like everyone's talking about him like he's already an action hero, and uh-huh. I'm like. Have you guys like seen this movie or like why <laughs> yeah, he's just yeah. a doctor up He's just point. a guy that uh, that as far as you know killed his wife. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like everyone's saying these well, like yeah, fawning they, things about him. Yeah, they keep saying like you'll never catch him. He's too smart. And it's like how often does he outsmart you on a daily basis? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. it's very weird that you're immediately like if there's one thing I know about this doctor, he's good at evading yeah. justice. Right, right. Like I'm sure the guy that's I love like the sort of broad brush they use for smart cuz like yeah. the guy who uh fixed my knee, like he knows a lot <laughs> about knee surgery and I wouldn't yeah. try to, you know, match him match his wits in that department, but yeah. I wouldn't be like, man, I bet that guy could escape from a fucking train crash you yeah. live you know in yeah. the wilderness for two weeks yeah like yeah, have you ever met strange. a doctor who you are confident would be like a good survivalist right and no. i've never really met a person who that if their wife ended up dead under weird circumstances that i wouldn't be like yeah they probably did it <laughs> right like I, I pretty much think everyone killed their wife yeah mm-hmm. i pretty much think everyone's about to kill their wife yeah 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 yeah, yeah. for sure i mean at any moment also harrison ford not I mean, if you want to get, if you want someone who we're supposed to be on their side, like again, like versus killing their wife, like don't choose Harrison Ford. That man looks yeah. tortured. Yeah, yeah. He does he, look he, like he would kill his wife. He carries a darkness in his gait, and it's like <laughs> get like a Tom Hanks <laughs> or something. If you want us to like, it just automatically be on. Yeah, if that you want us to be side. like, well, there's no way he did it. Exactly, Harrison Ford. You're like, yeah, he probably. Did yeah, it's it. like, oh, Harrison Ford. Yeah, he, he probably has like a pill addiction he has to feed. I believe it for sure. <laughs> like, I'm not sure that Callista Flockhart isn't dead. <laughs> you yeah. know, I've seen her since Ally McBeal. I haven't seen her since <laughs> Ally McBeal. So he's they've been married for who knows how long. So if you, if you want dead. a if you want a friendly Harrison Ford, cast Ted Danson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Ted, Ted Danson. Danson wouldn't kill his wife. No, t- I, I, no, he wouldn't. Steenberg would never even see kicking. his wife. <laughs> what? I think I'm thinking of Frazier's wife on Cheers, <laughs> oh, and I'm Ross. getting them confused. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's what happened. But I'm glad that I could figure it out. No, I'm Ross glad was, I knew where I went wrong. Roz was only on Frasier. On oh, on Cheers. on Cheers, it was like the Lilith, right? Yeah. He had a wife yeah. on the show Cheers? Yeah, she was like a bitch, and that was the whole joke. Oh. I was like, oh, but this guy's here because his wife's a bitch. Oh, it's so fucking funny. That's yeah. why I should watch Cheers. Bar on I'm unemployed yeah. now. I got time. Cheers is great. I'm going to watch Cheers. It's a great show. Tonight. Yeah. David Angel. He created that show. He created Wings, and he died on 9-11. <laughs> like 2001 in the crash or just... Like separately in 2003. No, he got hit by a truck. <laughs> no, yeah, it was. It's, uh, yeah, and he was in one of the planes oh, that oh. hit the towers. And he created wings. That seems like a. That seems like too 
That that seems like too much of a coincidence. No, he died. Oh shit! David Angel did nine eleven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's very funny. I mean, it's sad. <laughs> Good. Says the guy who sang a royalty freestyle song about nine eleven last week. Yeah, which by the way, big hit with the audience. Yeah, birthday nine eleven. Um. Somewhat related, I, I remember one time in college, we were really tying one on, and then like uh-huh. the next day, someone's like, your your big musical number was a big hit last night. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> That's always <laughs> and, a bad sign. Yeah, And apparently, I, I requested uh, the Cheers theme song uh, at karaoke night, uh-huh. but I only sang like the first half of it, and then I just walked around interviewing people at the bar about what they liked about this bar <laughs> to talk about, like, was it a place where everyone knew their name? That is amazing. Yeah. That, that's a great, that's that's a good use of a microphone yeah. at a karaoke <laughs> bar. I was I really thought, being creative. I thought you were going to say you, were, you went around interviewing people about 9-11. Yeah, yeah me too. <laughs> I definitely thought it was going there. It was right after 9-11. Sometimes so you want to go. So where were you when the towers fell? <laughs> uh, good times. So well, at the 9-11 memorial, everyone does. <laughs> it's written in stone. Oh, God. It's written in stone. So I thought, I don't know. I also like that the movie Sometimes was just like. Sometimes you it was get like, a call before a building hits a plane. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it's funny because it's, it's like the Mossad thing. All right, go on. What are we talking about? Oh, I was going to say, I really liked that uh, like this movie had so many extras. Like it seemed like there was a lot of really yeah. small roles for people, and there was a lot of really good small roles. There was well, two. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like if you go like back to my thing of like the aesthetics were in 1988, like the part where he's trying to blend in in the in the parade, mm-hmm. like everyone looked like one of Bill Swirsky's super fans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, they're in Chicago. Yeah, I will say this movie for an early 90s movie. This movie is so long. It, yeah, it was yeah. so long. Surprisingly long for the 90s. Like most two the, and a half hours Most long. of the length is in that last, like, that last, like, chase showdown where it's yeah. like, all right, dude, you could have cut that really did drag. Minutes. Yeah. I, I do love when, I this is, might be Tommy Lee Jones, my favorite, like, this might have beat Men in Black for my favorite Tommy Lee Jones role, dude. Mm-hmm. He, yeah. He's so captivating. He really is. And it's just he's like. very. Peak Tommy Lee Jones in that movie, for it, sure. He does that thing where he's so good that you don't even mind that it's like not really that realistic, where he's just like, all right, people get... like He just immediately like yep. takes charge. He's like, we get, your fugitive's name is Dr. Richard Kimball. Like, <laughs> what are you reading? What are you doing? He's like, average foot speed over uneven ground is four miles an hour. That means we're going to need a perimeter. And you're like, how the fuck does he just... You someone just knows that. that. What are you doing? I, I'm thinking, sir. Uh, why don't you think about getting me a cup of coffee? All right. <laughs> yeah. I fucking love that line. I'm going to yeah. say that to someone whenever they tell me they're thinking, even if I don't want coffee. Yeah. I just want he was the one the guy that didn't have a 1988 aesthetic. He had a very 1993 aesthetic yeah. with his like yeah. you know his little like bob grunge haircut uh-huh i uh w- what was justin halpern's story i forget what what movie tommy lee jones was like auditioning it was for. uh no country for old men and oh, yeah. um they they hired him the coen brothers hired him and he goes up all right i'll do it he leaves the room and then he comes back in to the room he goes uh just uh, for uh you guys know that i'm a fucking asshole right 
And they were like, yeah, we know. He goes, okay, good. And then he leaves. Yeah. And then the, the other thing is Jim Carrey uh, wanted to go up to him during the filming of uh, Batman Forever, I think it was. Um, and he saw him at a restaurant. He wanted to say hi. And he realized that Tommy Lee Jones hated him or something like that. And he said yeah. to, to Jim Carrey, I, I cannot sanction your buffoonery. <laughs> I've heard that's so fucking funny. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, both of those stories were done way better by Justin. Maybe we'll just cut and paste where I said it instead. We'll just add when Justin said it because he did it good. He dude. did it. He did it. So, so I think one of the examples of good casting is like the two, two of the. So all the cops that Tommy Lee Jones works with are like all really different and all like fit. They all seem like they just fit in mm. that world. And then there's there's like the must there's the fat mustache cop with the slick back hair, which is like. Okay, that's a stereotypical like donut eating cop. Like he, he makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then there's another one who's like the young kid with like a weird like ponytail who somehow like doesn't make sense at all but then just does. I don't know. Like I don't like, remember t- him. together he's the guy the who, one who gets who's sh- getting held hostage. Yeah, and then yeah, okay. Yeah, I uh I I didn't really yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't care. Yeah. I don't know. It's just uh, like he doesn't fit any sort of cop stereotype, and you're yet, right. Like together, they work. It it works really. It feels really believable somehow. When, when he was like, "Why'd you shoot?" I like you shouldn't have shot. Uh, it was like I thought he was gonna be like a. For a second, I thought he had the face of like a crooked cop. I thought uh-huh. he was gonna like turn on them or yeah. something. I don't know how that'd be possible in this movie, but like <laughs> I thought he was gonna do that, but. Uh, I think he's just is like a weird looking guy yeah. <laughs> who got a speaking role. <laughs> yeah, like I, I, there's nothing really. I feel like uh, I've seen him in something else, but I don't know what. I thought it was Skeet Ulrich. It, right? Is that, that his name? It's got that Skeet Ulrich. You're look. thinking of uh, Johnny Depp <laughs> <laughs> or Scoot Does McNary. They look alike. If you put Skeet, Scoot, and Johnny Depp in the same room, I feel, am I thinking? Am I thinking of the right person? Is Skeet Ulrich a person? Yeah, yeah, you are. He looks exactly like Johnny Depp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They he look does, exactly the same. No, that guy does have like a a, ske- a skeety skeetiness to him. Yeah, yeah. He's a little skeety. He's a skeeter. He's got a skeetiness to him. I'll yeah. give him that. Yeah. Oh, uh, so sorry. It's gonna sound really good on the Zoom though. And then like the one-armed man, it's like he's he's almost too on the nose as a villain, but he just has like a face that is just one of those faces. It's just a it's just yeah. a face and a half. Yeah. In that moment where uh, they see a one-armed man at the hospital, but he's a black one-armed man. You guys yeah. remember that? Yeah, and he starts following him, and like, and then there he's like, hey, we have a problem, and then. <laughs> Tom Lee Jones is like, no. And he just smiles in his face. And it's like, that man was afraid for his life. Why did you just follow him into this like therapy? And it was like a group therapy session he's going to. Yeah. And it's strange that like everyone laughs off the one armed man theory until they see a black guy with one arm and they're like, yeah. (laughs) And and at first I was like, wait, is that the one armed man? And then I'd be like, I think he'd mention that because like he couldn't describe the one-armed man, but I was like, like he, he couldn't even remember that it was a black one-armed man. I don't think that's the case. And well, the flashback, you, sh- my white one-armed- my original thought was like, because uh, in the flashbacks, it was a white guy, but he had curly hair, mm. and I the like I was like half watching the movie while I was like half like doing like 
Twitter or whatever the fuck. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. We, so we I saw his hair and I was thinking like, and I was like, oh, well, maybe it's the lighting. Maybe the lighting is just bad and it was a black guy the whole time. And that was <laughs> yeah. the misdirect. I legitimately <laughs> right. thought they were like doing that, but turns nope, out I'm just a racist. <laughs> Well, See? it turns out That's more so Tommy Lee Jones' character is the racist because he's, he's, he just follows a random one-armed man out of the hospital. It's uh, very strange. Yeah. Yeah. And that, right. that moment yields no results at all other than like it opens his mind to the idea that maybe there's a one-armed man on the loose who murdered his wife. But that's why would that? Why would I, that do? It's just racist. It's funny to think that like it'd be funny if he was like if that – little walk open his idea open his mind to the idea that like oh he could have been black (laughs) (laughs) exactly oh my god the whole thing like comes full circle (laughs) i never considered that it could be a black guy who done it (laughs) just like now he now he's open to this idea it was very weird but it's a great movie it's a great movie yeah yeah no i'm i'm stoked to watch i i I'll too long, but you know. Yeah, for sure. I'll say this. I'll wrap it up. I, I apologize. That'll be to go. But I'll say this. Like, uh, it's it's that kind of movie that like I really loved watching, especially today at like being unemployed at like three p.m. to like six p.m. and like uh, just the kind of movie that would be playing on like TNT mm-hmm. ten years ago, and like yeah, I could pass exactly. out and wake up during. Yeah. And the one that one of those ones that comes on that you'll watch just cause I don't know. Yeah, because it's, like, it's like this movie comforts me in in its familiarity. It's like a like movie that's Redemption. very much a movie movie. When you mm-hmm. think of like, oh, this is the moviest movie, but not in a bad way. When a movie could just be very much like a movie. Also, I miss I miss generic soundtracks. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah. All the music sounds royalty free. Yeah. There's yeah. no like big names. It's just like there's a very ambiance. prominent, very prominent score it's just that's a, telling a nice you what's happening. Bland, yeah. a bland Alan Silvestri score. That's what yeah. I want. Yeah. It's like a very <laughs> prominent score that's not like you know fucking Alexander Desplat or whatever. You know. Yeah. It's not right. Like, yeah. It's not every fucking movie is Michael Gia, Giacani. They or don't whatever. got that Hans Zimmer money. They don't yeah. got that Hans Zimmer they money. They spent it all on Harrison Ford and Tom Lee Jones yeah. and the big damn jump stunt. They got to get Alan Silvestri, who's just like some guy who's like, I have a MIDI piano. Yeah. There's this weird thing on film Twitter where like everybody's competing to to see who likes like scores the most, and I'm just like, who fucking cares? Really? Yeah. They're like, oh, I interviewed. Uh, Michael Giacchino about his score for blah, blah. It's like, what is he going to say? That he wrote fucking yeah. music for a movie? Like, yeah, it's a score. Fuck but. scores. I feel like uh, <laughs> the only good music movie combination that ever happened culturally was like... Lord of the Rings. N- well, <laughs> no. I meant more like years 1995 to 2010 uh-huh. when black movies were just sold on the on the strength of their soundtrack mm-hmm. oh, like yeah. i my first the first album i ever bought was the big mama's house soundtrack and that shit <laughs> oh, bangs so fucking hard <laughs> yeah dude. like two first little... album i ever bought was dangerous mind soundtrack <laughs> yeah i think I, I bought pulp fiction yeah yeah that's good too but um, that's like mainstream i got i got good. the wash soundtrack Oh yeah, that's good too. <laughs> oh you know what's oh, well, the wash? Well, singles. I, everybody. It was the remake of Car singles. Wash. 
Oh, the wash. <laughs> Eminem's in it. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a psycho. He, he's uncredited. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Eminem man. didn't want to sully his good that's, name being in the wash. That's the most well, fucking I, racist it, thing it, you've it, ever it, said. Uncredited just life. so eight miles to be his first like, film appearance the wash. or something. You're trying to remind him of w- w- what the wash is, and you go, Eminem's in it. <laughs> Listen, at the time, that was the biggest rapper to be in it. Yeah. Dr. Man. Dre. Dr. Dre at that he was past. Snoop's in it. Snoop and Dr. He Dr. would Dre surpass Dr. Dre by that. Or, yeah. And Snoop at that Eminem, point. To be Eminem fair, was Snoop might have been and the future. That might have been Snoop's no limit era. Yes. Which yes. you know, okay, I'll give you that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Dre was, you know, he's great, of course, but Eminem was the biggest rapper in the world at that point. Man, Dr. Wash. Dre Eminem's really is the worst rapper in history. It's, <laughs> I, heard, I heard a Dr. Dre song the other day, and it made me so sad. He's oh, such yeah, he's a not terrible a rapper. rapper. Yeah, well, he's a, what a, he's a brilliant a really producer and such yeah, an but he's, awful, he's like, well, I'm gonna awful put, I'm gonna put, rapper. I'm going to give myself a rap in this. No, Everybody chill out. Here's the thing. I feel like even an average human being could be a possible rapper. He's aggressively bad. I don't what know. was he's the bad. song that you heard? Fuck I fuck if I remember, man. Yeah, but it was a Dr. Dre song, I'm not even to, a feature. Yeah, it was probably been there, done that. That one's pretty bad. That one's I sucks can't remember. Ass. It was like a bigger hit, and I remember being like supremely disappointed. Yeah, it was probably and any ballroom of, dancing. The video, you're like, oh, any of the on. songs off that Dr. Pepper album or whatever the fuck he put out is Dr. like, I finally put out Detox number two or whatever, <laughs> and. Uh, it was it was shitty. No one liked it. I thought it was weird when uh, I was watching the NWA movie and he like he's like, "What's your label gonna be called?" And he like paused in the doorway and he's like, "Aftermath." And people like clapped. Yeah. <laughs> they like clapped yeah. for the record label. They're like, people "Yeah!" Love that shit. And I was like, "Okay, all right." Yeah, uh, I love the uh, remember like the impromptu nothing but a G thing. That vid- that that scene stuck out to me the most. It's yeah. just like I love that movie, but it's just the corniest scene where oh, yeah. he's workshopping the main riff. You know, he's like, no, and then Snoop just like literally walks in the front door and is like, oh, what's up? One, <laughs> two, three, into the foe. Yeah, and he's like, hey, this is pretty good. Yeah, they just, did the just same off thing. Top. They did the same thing with. Cruising down the street with uh, yeah, in yeah, my yeah, six yeah, four, yeah. Yeah. it's like <laughs> he just kept saying it wrong, and I just am going to myself like, how? There's no way it took more than <laughs> one take for him to say cruising down the street in my six four. Like, yeah, that one got me though because when he said it right, I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. yeah. I did kind of do a fuck yeah when he, he got that. Yeah, right. He said it right, but come on. <laughs> yeah, no, I know that whole movie was such propaganda for like Dre and Ice Cube, especially. Where it's like, oh, Propag- this is this is when I wrote Friday. And you're like, all right, man. Like, I don't even know how that relates to NWA, but okay. Uh, this is when I wrote Friday. <laughs> they, they do, they totally do that. Yeah, He's like, I got fin- I gotta finish this screenplay. <laughs> yeah. It, it was actually in there. Yeah. That's so no. fucking funny. Yeah. Well It was the Antoine Fisher of rap <laughs> movies. Yeah. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Well, you guys want to put this to bed? Yeah, I feel like my dog's gonna shit. I gave him, I gave him birthday meat yesterday, and he's had diarrhea. I'm worried he's gonna shit in oh, my room. Oh, jeez, dude, I love birthday meat. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> All right, Brendan. Yeah, you do the honor and take us on out. All right, uh, Yusuf, thanks for coming on this week. Yeah, no, thanks for fucking having me, dude. Plug, plug all you. you need to plug. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. What do you want to plug? Uh, listen to my podcast about death and sex. It's called Death is Imminent. Uh, and follow me on Twitter at, or it's actually our podcast, me and my co-host Hannah. I don't want to, like, not include her. Uh-huh. Uh, and and uh, and follow me on Twitter at Yusuf Roach, Y-U-S-E-F-R-O-A-C-H. Um, and if you like the podcast, give me money on Patreon uh, so Hell we can, yeah. you know, keep living and stuff. All right. Thanks again. It's good to be back. It's great Gang, to have you back. Email us, frockcast at gmail.com. Vince, what is the Google voice number? 415-275-0030. All right. Well, Patreon.com slash frockcast. Ooh, thanks, Matt. Yeah, All right. Well, thanks one. for listening as always. And until next week, good night and good chins.